Hello and welcome to Beyond the Screen, the show where we talk about whatever we talk about because it's our own little radio show and I don't have a blurb for the intro. Uh, I am Sean, one of your hosts, and I am joined as always by Sarah. Hello, Sarah. How's it going? Hello. It's going good. Good. And Mike. Hi, Mike. Hey, Sean. How are you? Good. I'm back because uh, last time I was without internet, so... Yeah, you got the internet back, which is uh, always nice. It's always nice to have internet. Yep, so now I'm back in full force, baby. All right, well, baby. so, baby, uh, you returned to the land of the internet this week. What did you do this week, now that you had internet back? Uh, some catch-up. I mean, I was able to do stuff on my cell phone data, at least for, like, YouTube stuff, but not much of anything, because I got really distracted, because I was trying to watch a show for the next uh, episode of It Takes Two that I'm working mm. on with Josh, so I'm trying to watch that show. I'm also trying to edit a few things for my podcast network. Besides that, um, I was catching up on some animated shows that I've been behind on, like uh, DuckTales, okay. third season, and then... Okay. And 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 uh, American Dad, uh, one of as another one was uh, I was watching one of the episodes really popped up because uh, they got a big get uh, for a recent episode this month, which was The Weekend. Oh wow! So actually, what happened is that The Weekend starred and co-wrote the episode he was in. Okay. So it was pretty interesting to watch the episode, and I, I could tell he kind of co-wrote it because it's not like, I mean, all it is, is that. Um, American Dad. If you don't know that show, it's a it's a Jane to Family Guy, same creator, Seth MacFarlane. It's about a CIA family because Dan is the guy who works in CIA, and and Roger is an alien that lives with them, and it's just a you know slice of life. You know, hilarity ensues, like Family Guy ish, but without gags. So Roger's like the big Roger the alien is just a big you know goofball and he wants to do whatever he wants but this episode stands like no you gotta follow the rules and he just doesn't follow the rules and so what stan does is, is kidnap the weekend oh oh no and so just to prove the point it's like well uh here he is uh he's you can't uh break any rules with him and so roger switch places with him later on so he's like i'm the weekend now and in the weekend actually stays with the family and so he's like he's folding laundry and he's just like I miss this life, you know? I miss this suburban life, you know? I never get to do this since I'm on tour all the time and all the chicks and all that stuff. And the daughter is Haley, and she has the weekend high up on her, on her celebrity fuck list. So, God. so, and her, and his, and her husband, Jeff, is like, sure, I'll go for it since, since he's here. So she keeps trying to seduce him so much, and he's just, he's not going for it. Like, and as per usual, when a musician comes on a show like this, they have to do a song because uh, The Weeknd does a song. Uh, there's a point where he confronts Haley and tells the truth about him. And there's a song all about how he's a virgin. Oh, my God. <laughs> the Weeknd is a virgin. And he's got raw virgin power. Okay. I right. believe it. <laughs> And so, 
one of the things to just snap Roger back to, you know, come back to the home is that he eventually goes on this volcanic island and he, uh, Stan has to save him. So she, he gives, uh, his wife, Francine, uh, the plague to like get a make a wish foundation to make him go out to meet the weekend, which is Roger now. Huh. And so they're going, it, it works. And so he's like ready to cure his wife. He drops the cure and it breaks. It's like, oh shit, I can't cure you. And the weekend is there and he's like, you know what? I got this extra power. I can, I can produce more Grammy winning albums or I can save one person's life. And so he sucks uh, all his power into Francine and, and cures her just like that and dies. Huh. Oh my God. Huh. <laughs> and so the island swallows him up and the island becomes like the weekend island. <laughs> What? That's the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I why? I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm no, American. no, I. I why? It's so I'm, like self righteous. Like I, yeah, I mean I, he co wrote the episode, so I, I kind of thought uh, he's like maybe he like did that, but I don't know. Oh, he it's, yes. <laughs> the weekend uh, was in Uncut Gems, and he's much better. Really? <laughs> yeah, he's in Uncut Gems for a little bit. I saw it. Yeah. Smaller girl, but he's good in it. Yeah, so, so he's the one that dated that Selena Gomez, right? Did they date? I think so. I don't yeah. know. I besides, uh, besides that, I was horrifying. I was listening. Just sent. I, like, I was listening to the weekend as this was happening because he released a new album called After Hours. Mm. Oh, so he's got this new album is so good. He he actually performed a song on like a SNL before this whole quarantine shit happened. It was really good performance. Um, I like his older stuff too, but I was listening to music that for sure. Um, I, I mean, I did. If I was, you know, doing catch up, doing like Into the Grid and mm. Ride or Die. Mm. I was having I was having issues on Thursday doing. Uh, it was weird. I don't know why. Maybe my internet was fizzing out or something. But we got to it and. It's like, ah, Tyler, I can't hear you. Where you go? I don't know. <laughs> just to not work. Wednesday show, my God, for Into the Craig, my episode, we had issues. And it was just like, it, it disconnected Craig. Craig. Yeah, Craig didn't like us. It just did not work. Did the audio files have issues too? You said you were going to have to like piece it together. Yeah. Like I got the files. They are all there. I just, but they're like little chunks. So I got to really get a piece together to make sure we all have the same audio, which I'll work on. Uh, it'll be up by the time you listen to this. So, uh, no, it's just, it's one of those weeks where I get busy because it's time to get personal folks because I live on a farm and we're starting to get into massive farm mode because Summer's coming. We gotta get to plant the garden. We've got chickens. Yes, we got mm-hmm. baby chicks. So we're, we were raising them and feeding them, and then we just got uh, laying hens and turkeys as well. So we're taking care of them, and it's just a lot of work going on during the day. So I mm-hmm. clean, and I just have to make sure everything's all set and done when my mom, who is a postal worker, comes home from work. So. That's what I do during the day, and I just don't have a lot of time as I normally do. And by the time I come tonight, I'm tired. I'm like, I pass yeah. out, and I just I don't have time at night anymore. So I'm just like, I'm so tired. I can't stay up to do what I want to do. But 
Yeah. Some nights. Preach. Some... So, Preach. I don't. I normally try to stay up, but it's like, God damn it. I like pass out at one o'clock in the morning. Like, okay, I'm done. I'm just done. So I, I wished I watched, watched more stuff, but I, uh, I sadly didn't. So it's just, right. you know. yeah, that's how it is. Uh, Sarah, what about you? Um, I don't know. I've just been busy working. Like, yeah. Like always, um, what have we watched since? Uh, well, me and my husband decided the other night that we are going to be watching all the Shrek movies. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> um, I don't know how that came about. Uh, we have watched one and two so far. We just actually just finished watching the second one, like, maybe 45 minutes ago. Uh, which, that movie has so many references to just random shit that I never realized. Like, it's it's weird because the the one um the one part when like Donkey turns into like a white uh horse, well he's a bronco what? I guess. Yeah, he turns into a bronco, and then they have they do like a whole cops like kind of riff thing, uh-huh. and they're like they're like we're closing in on the white bronco, and I was like, is that an OJ Simpson? Yep, it is. Oh it is. God. It is. It was an OJ Simpson it's reference. So- wild there's just so many references uh-huh. and they have like a starbucks reference and they at one point they like destroy the starbucks and all the people run out and go across the street to the other starbucks <laughs> which i was like yeah that's pretty accurate <laughs> like it's just so yeah there's just a lot of really random stuff um i posed the question that i think it's better than the first one but i'm honestly not i'm honestly not sure i like both of them it's been uh, we, so long since I've seen them, I could not tell you. He's, my husband's like, that's the one that, he watched the second one the most, and I was like, really? Because I watched the first one, I think, the most, and I don't think I've seen the other ones, so it's going to get really interesting. Um. Oh, another movie I randomly watched, because I saw the first one and never watched the second one, was uh, Now You See Me Too. Oh, I haven't what? seen the second one. Um, I didn't <laughs> like the beginning, but it got better. It was okay. It wasn't the worst thing. I don't know. I mean, it was a fun, like, just put it on. I don't have to think too hard about it. You know what I mean? Like, uh, Daniel Radcliffe is in it, and I love him. Ooh, okay, well, that's He's good. I like him. He's good in it. He's kind of the he's the villain, I think. I guess. I don't know. That's not a spoiler. Oh, I, I just, I don't. <laughs> it's weird. It's a weird movie. Um, and then my husband made me watch uh the Happy Time Murders. The oh my god. god! I see. I never. I, see that, but... I saw that. Um, oh my god. Um. Okay. So like, I'm a huge fan of the Broadway off Broadway musical Avenue Q, Q. which is yep. uh puppets. Um, and they like fuck on stage and all this stuff. Oh, so yeah. I'm not internet is for porn. Yes, yeah, yeah. There's a song about how everyone's racist. There's a song about oh, internet for porn. Like it, it's it's basically this. Like it is this. But um, <laughs> there is some stuff I was not prepared for. Yeah, it, <laughs> it goes there. It goes places. Oh my it god, it goes there. But there's no need for it to go there. It's just kind of like what? All right. Um, I. 
I think Maya Rudolph is the best part of the movie, though, and I I just love her uh, so much. And um, I guess the last thing I can really think about that of importance importance is uh, Netflix dropped Avatar: The Last Airbender on Netflix, so we yes. have been watching that. <laughs> and yes. Supernatural, we're back on the Supernatural train, but uh, yeah, um, but yeah, Avatar. We just we started episode we'd start on episode three because i've seen the pilot so many times so many times and mm-hmm. i was like when does momo show up i want to watch the episode <laughs> momo he's like that's episode three i said okay let's go <laughs> i mean momo is the best momo and, and, appa. Momo and appa are my favorite characters they are dead they ass are the they are the best and, uh, uh yeah I mean, and then I watched the movie like three weeks ago that we we're supposed to watch for our thing, and we yeah. haven't talked about. And I need to talk about this movie. Yes. But we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna yes. get into that uh, yes. soon. Um, I got thoughts. What about so, you, Sean? Oh, uh, I I have also watched. I only watched uh, two episodes of Last Airbender after it went on Netflix yesterday. Mm-hmm. I watched the Day of Black Sun episodes. Oh. They're so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I okay. Those. Do yeah. you? We have the Blu-ray uh-huh. of it. My husband like made us buy the Blu-ray, um, <laughs> which is fine now. But at first, I was like, oh, "All right." Uh, and I've noticed that the quality—I don't know if it's just our Netflix, but I was like, "This is a little like—I don't know." What do you think of the Netflix quality? I was a little surprised okay. that it was in uh, what is it in four by three or whatever. Yeah, it's then it, it what it was when it was broadcast. Uh, yeah, because I my, uh, they didn't they didn't like convert it into widescreen. I anything. think they converted it for the blue, or they did something to the blue right because it looks better. I'm looking. I I, I don't. The quality just do looks I better. own the Avatar Blu-ray. I don't know if I do. I don't think I do. I'd I'd have to go look, but um. Let me look at the episode. Let me. I'm trying to see if I can find a clip from the. Uh... It just looked a little bit grainier than like our Blu-ray uh... version, which has the. I think it was converted to like a higher quality. I don't know how that works, but. Uh... Yeah, yeah, my husband I... was like, "I think this is the original streaming." That that's what it looks like. It's the. Yeah. It looks like it's the original. Uh, okay. Airing quality. Yeah. 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 yeah so it I just watched... kind of. Threw yeah. me off guard. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I, I was a little uh, caught off guard by it as well. Okay. Uh, it's not really bothering me much though. But I, I watched yeah. uh, Day of Black Sun. I watched uh, while I was playing games for Game Over Screen, new podcast on the Mercury Movie Blog Network. Uh, Shame I was watching. Fuck. Yeah, I watched <laughs> the first episode or the first, I think seven episodes of Beyblade Metal Fusion, uh, just because it's on. It's a stupid kids cartoon, but it's on. Uh, let me see. Did I how many did I watch? No, I watched the first ten episodes. Sorry, I watched the first ten episodes of Beyblade Metal Fusion. It's just a dumb kids cartoon. They uploaded it to free or for free on YouTube, which is why I've been watching it. Just while I've been playing video games, I I'll watch it. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll have it on my phone, or I've got a second monitor. I'll put it on that or something. But just because I've been playing some kind of. Uh, I've been playing games for Game Over Screen that I wouldn't necessarily play if I wasn't doing Game Over Screen, but mm-hmm. I'm playing it because I because I I feel like I should. Uh, 
before because I talk about it. Because now you have it. to. I wouldn't say I have to. I could cle- I could say, like, I'm just not going to cover Assassin's Creed, but I feel like that's a dumb thing to say. So <laughs> I'm gonna, Oh, my I'm husband's play. been playing the a lot of Assassin's Creed. I have been playing Odyssey, which was the last one that yep. came out. And I am that's what he's not, been playing a lot. Not a big fan of it. Uh, I like the older Assassin's Creed games better, but there's a new one coming out this year, and I want to be able to compare it to the last one when it comes out. So... I'm like, all right, I'll I'll play through uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, but I'm like watching <laughs> like YouTube videos and I'm watching <laughs> like uh, Beyblade Metal Fusion while I play it. Uh, so I watched that. I watched the first episode of season two of Dead to Me. Uh, oh, I have not I watched. Get into two that yet. show. I loved the first season. I binged it in like two nights, which I is fast. A couple for me. episodes, and I was just like, I think I watched like six. How many episodes is there? Like eight. Ten in the first season. I think I watched six, and I was like, mm, not into this. <laughs> and I, I think just I'm stopped. in love with Linda Cardellini. Oh, yeah, well, me too. <laughs> well, yeah, she's the watched best. It for Linda Cardellini. Um, and yeah, James I... Marsden is also really good in season one. Yeah, he was uh, pretty good. I, I really like him. Uh, yeah, I... I... I thought it was I I thought it was a good first episode. I, it ends on a pretty massive cliffhanger, and I'm like, I want to watch more, but I don't have time. Yeah. <laughs> I watched the first two episodes of Shira and the Princesses of Power on Netflix because I've heard that I should watch it now that it's finished. I guess they just I've heard good things. Uh, yeah, I I saw people tweeting about it, and I was like, all right, I'll I'll give it a try. So I watched the first two episodes. Pretty cool. Uh, I'll watch more of it. I just. That's like a kind of show that I'll put on, like while I'm doing something else. Mm-hmm. Like playing video um, games. Like if I'm playing video games, or <laughs> if I'm doing something on my phone, uh, then I I will probably put on in the background, uh, like uh, it'll probably be a a cartoon. Yeah. So I watched those two. All right. Before I get into books, and then the last thing that I watched was I watched Disney Gallery: The Mandalorian episode three. Uh, which is their beyond behind the screen, eh, behind the scenes look behind at, the screen. <laughs> yeah, it's a, like documentary behind the scenes thing for the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. And uh, this episode was all about the cast, and I really enjoyed it. I thought that it was cool to watch. Uh, Gina Carano, mm-hmm. who plays the um, the the is the, it uh, Cara Dune? Yeah, Cara Dune. Yeah, <laughs> the former Rebel shock trooper. Uh, she is just a joy to watch. Uh, so I, I very much enjoyed watching that episode. As for reading, I read and finished The Ride of a Lifetime, Lessons Learned from 15 Years as CEO of the Walt Disney Company, which is Bob Iger's book. Wow. I read and I finished that. Uh, it wasn't too long, but, uh, he's got a fascinating story. I really enjoyed it. He just talks about, like, rising up through the ranks of ABC and then eventually Mm -hmm. Disney and... He talks about the the Pixar acquisition, the mm-hmm. Marvel acquisition, the Star Wars acquisition, and the 21st Century Fox acquisition. And yeah, that's of, all him. It's crazy. Yeah. And he talks about the uh, uh, the 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 dawn of Disney Plus. Hmm. Uh, he also talks about a little bit. Uh, he mentions Bob Chapek a couple times, and he talks about the Shanghai Park a little bit, but not a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I read that. I read. I've been reading. It's a book that came out in the '90s. It's called Star Wars: The Annotated Screenplays. Mm-hmm. So it's the 
first three movies screenplays, but the person who wrote it was given access to every single treatment and draft of the screenplay. And so as you read the screenplay for the first three movies, it will stop and be like, this is how this scene was different in other drafts. And this is how the movie originally opened. And it's got interviews with George Lucas and Irvin Kirshner and Richard, um, Richard Marquand. Uh, I think that's his name. The guy who directed the third one. Uh, uh, and uh, Ralph Ralph McQuarrie, Lawrence Kasdan, like all sorts of stuff. It's been very fun. I've, I've read the first two movies screenplays so far, so I've read A New Hope and Empire, and I have not yet started Return of the Jedi, but once I do that, I'll be finished with that book. And then finally, I have started reading, and I just started reading it. I only read like two chapters, but I started reading The Last Wish, which is the first uh, Witcher thing. Ooh. It's not a novel. It's It's not a novel. It's a collection of short stories. Yes. That's what my husband keeps telling me. So it's it's what the show is based on. I guess so. I still haven't finished the show. I only watched the first book. So I guess the, it's the second book that was published, but it takes place first chronologically. And it's like a bunch of short stories that introduce the characters for the rest of the series. Uh, So I am currently reading that and I only read the first two chapters but uh, I decided to kind of start on the, the Witcher series. I've been reading a lot more. So I, I, I did more. And then I ordered, because I my friend had been um, telling me about it, the first book in the uh, Mistborn series, which is a fantasy series by, um, uh, oh God, what's his name? Brandon Sanderson, that's his name. And apparently it's quite a cool premise. The idea is that like it's set in a world where the bad guy won and is immortal and has been ruling the world for a thousand years. And like the magic system is like there, they gain magical powers by like eating metals and certain metals give you certain powers. It sounds really interesting. And I've heard it's like one of the best modern fantasy novels. So I picked it up. It should be here. I think tomorrow. So yeah, that's, that's, that's what I've been doing. I have something else I want to talk about before we move on. Me me too. All right, well, let's let's start with Sarah. She says something first. So, Sarah, what's up? Okay, so I wasn't on here if and when you guys talked about this, but I forgot to talk about the Parks and Rec special. Oh, okay. How was the Parks and Rec special? Um, I'm actually wearing my little Sebastian shirt right now. <laughs> totally. Uh, <laughs> that breaks my heart. <laughs> um, my, am I the only one that watched it? Mike, did you watch it? Do you watch Parks and Rec? I don't think you watched it. No. No. No, but God, I'm all alone. Okay, um, the Parks and Rec special was. I have mixed feelings about it. Uh, it was exactly what I wanted it to be, but also not what I wanted want it to be. Okay, so it's basically just they're. It's them trying to make it obvious that they're not like stuck all just using zoom or they weren't using zoom but that they, they're trying to like it's difficult because they did a good job trying like why the different couples are not in the same <laughs> shot together okay. um because like uh the, there's a couple married couples there's most of them are married to each other so they'd be like, oh, like Chris Pratt's character got stuck in the garage, which fits his character. And he's like, I've been stuck out here for three days. And that's why he wasn't with his wife's character. Like, <laughs> d- like dumb things like that. Yeah. 
Um, or like the one character was a nurse, so she's quarantining because she might be sick, like different things. But to me, it was like super obvious that it was it was to raise money um, for like this organization. It was like a fundraiser. So for me, it was a little obvious because Leslie Nope, um, trying to explain it for people that haven't seen the show, uh, <laughs> Leslie Nope, uh, Amy Poehler's character was like, oh, are we all social distancing or we're all washing our hands? Like they would like drop in like yeah. hints of like, make sure like you wear your mask to cover your face all the way when you're working at the hospital. Like they would just drop yeah. things in and that was super cringy to me. And a lot of it was like, oh, it's these characters you love. They had a lot of cameos. Um, Paul Rudd actually opened the special as oh, his wow. cameo, which was amazing. And I did not expect that. And I listened to the, they did like an after podcast about how they filmed this and how they got people involved. And they talked about how it was like a last minute um, submission. Like they texted him like last second was like, Hey, do you think you'd be able to do this? Cause he played, he was in one season and played like a reoccurring character Okay. Um, and he was like, yeah, it doesn't really make sense why he's in this special, but like, it was fun. He like introduced it and was like, hi, I'm whatever. Uh, they're doing this fundraiser, blah, blah, blah. And it was really, really good. And they were like, yeah, they sent him the script and he like filmed it by himself because they sent camera crews to all the different okay. cast members' houses to actually film it. Like they had a script, they sent their own camera crews. So they That's filmed it that way. Yeah, it was very interesting. Like it was it was well done but for him he just filmed it by himself like he's just outside filmed it by himself and sent it back in like 15 minutes and they were like oh okay um but as like a huge fan like it was definitely all fan service but that's fine like I I enjoyed it like there's enough plot where it was like oh this is what we're doing now and we're all together and oh it's your favorite character and your favorite random character that Baker did a cameo for um <laughs> but yeah I liked it as a fan I was like I cried at the end <laughs> I was, they all sang like this whatever song and I was just sobbing so but I'm really sad I'm the only one that watches Parks and Rec though it's so good <laughs> it's so oh, good do skip you can skip the first season everyone says that you can skip the first the first season i don't think the season is that the first season's that bad it's like the office first season it's only it's six episodes they haven't really found their footing whatever i don't think they're that bad but a lot of people will say just skip um but i think the second and the third season are the the best seasons they're so they're just so funny and so good uh, yeah. Mike, what was your thing? So, I realized that I did watch a movie this week. Okay, what'd you watch? Um, I mean, I watch a lot of YouTube, so I'm subscribed to a lot of channels, watch reactions, all that shit, but there's a channel I subscribe to, and uh, it's a group of guys called Dude Perfect. Oh, okay. And they actually just released uh, their documentary called Dude Perfect Backstage Pass, where they talk about their 10-year journey, how they formed together, their trials and tribulations, and uh, they also, this is, they filmed it during their time when they went on tour, so they were showing all the tour stuff, how they were managing to do a tour with the concept of a do perfect, and how the channels changed, and how the audience loved it, and it's actually a good deep dive into the channel and the guys in general, because all the guys are just like, they're all 
you know, goofballs and they're, you know, they're actually Christians too. They're very, have faith and they mm. always prayer before they do stuff. Um, so it's, they always try to make wholesome content for kids and, and you see them on tour and then these kids just run up. He's just like, Oh my God, I'm, a, I'm your biggest fan. And it's just like, so wholesome. It just, I, I yeah, had a right? tear. It was just so cool to see how these five guys, you know, Tyler, Cody, uh, Kobe and Corey, the twins, and then Garrett, you know, all came together. It was just, I mean, they're not, per I mean, they're dude perfect. You know, they make trick shots. They're perfect. But the thing is that they always miss half the time. They don't show that, but they, uh, they do now with bloopers and shit like that. So they're, they're just regular human beings, but it's just, Everybody gives them slack because, oh my God, they're just so radical and just like they make trick shots so well. And it's just like there's a, there's heart and story behind it. And I was like, damn, it's a good documentary. Mm -hmm. It's free on YouTube, by the way, right now. So right. that sounds interesting. Very much so. I uh, pretty much enjoyed it. So I totally forgot about it. I was like, oh my God, I forgot about the documentary I watched. So yeah. All right. Yeah. That sounds interesting. Uh, so we've got news and we've got to talk about our movies. And uh, honestly, <laughs> we're talking about a little, I, I don't know. Uh, do we have to talk about Glee? Has anybody watched any more Glee? No. Since we last no. talked? No. Me and All you right, went on so... a rant about Glee. Like, yeah, we talked last about it last week, time. So yeah. we'll Unless... watch another episode and talk next week. How about that? <laughs> All right. That's fine by me. Uh, all right. So I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the lineup that we've got here. Let's let's do the movies first. Let's talk about our movies first, and then we'll go to break and we'll we'll round it out with news. So, let okay. Oh, so we picked three movies, right? Each of us watched a movie. I think I watched all three. I had it was it was Perks of Being a Wallflower for Mike, uh -huh. Snowpiercer for me, and then uh -huh. uh, Zoom for Sarah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, I watched That's all correct. three. So. Sarah, why don't you start us off? What did you think of Zoom? <laughs> why do I have to start? Because I'm really excited. <laughs> um, how dare you? <laughs> uh, no. Um, oh my god, I watched this movie so long ago. <laughs> like, legit. Okay. The more I think back about this, the more I just hated <laughs> this. What's wrong? This movie. Um, I don't understand. You don't like, like it? Trying to be. Sky high, but I mean, none of the, none of the jokes landed. I don't think. I think there was one joke that I thought was really funny, but I honestly can't even remember. Um, I hated Courtney Cox's character, and uh, it's so obvious that this was made back in like the early two thousands because she's this like smart science. Well, she's like a scientist, and she's literally falls over nothing she trips <laughs> over nothing four times i was like are you effing kidding me like and then they did she wears glasses and she looks real geeky and has like her hair is always up and she's wearing the the tr not trench coat lab coat and does like i said i swear to god if they do the whole like reveal where now she's hot because she takes her glasses off and her hair's down which they basically do yeah, they, because, no, they do it they do it yeah yeah it wasn't the way i thought it would be but it was like 
Tim Allen, they're like dancing and Tim Allen like takes her glasses off. And he's like, <laughs> he says something. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, I was so angry. And like, she's like, they make her so stupid. And then he keeps talking about, because the first time you see her, she's in this like sexy green dress and it's just I to get his attention. I would push back against that. They make her ditzy. They make I, her so I like, uh, I'm like, oh God. In the beginning, yes. In the beginning, yes. But no, the whole time. I know, I just And then she like, has powers too. I was like, oh, I'm so over this. Does she? Um, yeah, she has the she has powers. What powers? Like, I don't remember, but I know. I, don't I remember think she has powers, Sarah. Yes, she does. I, yes, I, she does. I don't think so. She does because it's Do a re- it's a revealed when she saves the children that she oh, had powers, and that's why she was because she was like, I told you, I spent a lot of time reading com. I read a lot of time reading the comic books, or I was special, or she says something. I'm like, ugh. Maybe what's her character's name? Marsha. Name is Marsha. 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 Um, um, but oh, yeah, the, she does have a rainbow colored super breath. I forgot. Yep, about that. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's what it was. Stupid. Yeah. Uh, the little girl is adorable, though. Yes, like, she's Kate so cute. In it. Yeah, I like them. I really like the kids. You don't um, like Tim Allen? Oh my god, <laughs> Allen is trying to do this like I'm a badass. I'm an alcoholic. I don't think up. I don't know. I don't know if I'd say he's doing. I'm a badass. He's literally <laughs> he's definitely yes. doing alcoholic washed up. He's but I don't, literally I wouldn't call doing that the Tony Stark. He has the little like goatee, and he's like, I don't do this no more. And I was like, Oh, the difference is that like, I don't know. I feel like it's self aware of that. He's he's trying to do this Tony Stark, but terrible at it. Oh, it's self aware. Yeah, <laughs> it's painfully obvious. I'm like, oh, and then you have the brother. The whole thing is about the brother, and the brother yeah. comes back, and he's like, "Yeah, oh. dude, concussion." Oh gosh, uh, the soundtrack is literally all smouth. Yes, isn't it so good? <laughs> what do you literally, think? About? I, I was every, waiting to hear about the soundtrack. Every, That's the most important part. Song that would show up in the movie, like I think they played Not one every song. other. There was one or two, but it sounded very similar. But I'm like, this is the third Mass Mouth song in this movie. So there was, it's not easy by Five for Fighting, right? Okay, yes, yes. The Middle by Jimmy Eat World. Yes, great. That takes some time. Uh, Hero by Enrique Iglesias. Yes, I could be a hero. (laughs) I was like, what? Good, the bad, and the ugly score. That's oh, yeah. so weird. Um, also, it's on by Super Chick. It's, it's so weird, on. but but and in between that, it rotates so between Smash Mouth, <laughs> like so flip flops, back and forth. Um, yeah, I don't think I'll ever, ever, ever watch it again. But uh, I was entertained to say right? that. Right? Isn't it entertaining? I the more I was like, well, because I was like, I have to watch this movie. <laughs> like I can't not I watch it. You. But like the more I watch it, I'm like, okay, like this is fun. But I wasn't like invested. I mean, no. I like the the no, little it's girl. A stupid movie. It's possibly the worst movie I've ever seen. But it's not the worst. It's entertaining. Movie. Jack and Jill is probably the worst movie I've ever seen. I feel like every click. time I started to come out of the movie, they would play a Smash Mouth. Story. 
cover and i'd be like all right never mind i'm back i know that's what happens i was like they pull me back in and and also bowling for soup did punk rock 101 Uh, yes yeah there there were non-smash mouth but i like smash mouth did a cover of under pressure i know i forgot that's what i wanted to bring up it's so good i was like this is the best and the worst thing i've ever oh wait oh I'm sorry. I'm yeah. commandeering this real quick. Um, I forgot to bring up for my Go Get That Rose podcast uh, with The Bachelor. Um, this week's Bachelor episode for Listen to Your Heart, they went to a Shaggy concert and they performed It Wasn't Me and it was the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> so, me. It was so good. I said, they're singing the song on ABC. Are you kidding me? Like, they legit sang the entire song. It was so perfect. <laughs> anyway, moving on. All right, uh, Mike. Have you ever, you've seen Zoom, right? No, you've never seen Zoom. I thought you like, saw you've seen it before. You're not missing oh. out, buddy. Hang on, no. I'm almost positive you haven't marked yes saw, like, on yeah. the list. Oh, no, maybe I don't it, think he does. Uh, I Young... meant to say, I meant to say no. Yeah, okay. you do yeah. have it marked. The there I meant to say it's movie. a typo. It's a typo. Okay. Okay. Well, there it fixed. He's it. like I. He's like, I love Zoom. <laughs> it's the best movie I've ever seen. It's such a good movie. All right. Uh, it's that Mike, Lion King. Just your face. <laughs> Mike, what did you think of... Oh, don't break my heart, Mike. The perks of being a wallflower. I'll just let you know. Don't break my heart. It's the best film I've ever seen in my life. Oh, really? Yes! Nice. You're right. But I... it, it's it's so... It's so good. It's... <laughs> Well, it's in the 90s, so I grew up in the 90s, and they were, like, exchanging <laughs> mixtapes, and they're like, oh, man. And, yeah. and then the cast like, is so really... good. The cast yeah. is so good. Yes. I mean, Logan Lerman is great. Yes. Like, I related to him, too, a lot. Emma Watson is great. Oh, man, I just, I, I got really in, deep into it. Um, I was, like, watching it, and I was, the music is great. Mm-hmm. The soundtrack is great. Mm-hmm. Um. There was one fact where um, there that tunnel scene is the yes, yes. They they the tunnel song. Uh, they originally wanted to use a different song, which was yeah, landslide by it's Fleetwood different in Mac. the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but they went with Heroes by David Bowie because it fit, fit better. So it fits so good. I, it is. I don't know if I'd say it fits better oh no, it definitely fits better than landslide i don't know i i don't Landslide's know i i but i okay wait so it might see it might fit it better in a in a in a in a movie but i just mean like in the story i thought landslide because that's what it is in the book right it in is the, landslide yeah. in, the, in book. the book i'm pretty sure it's landslide um that's why i looked it up it was under trivia yeah. i was like that's why they didn't use it it was just like it didn't really yeah fit thematically i think it but, fits uh, yeah the scene thematically so well oh, I, oh it's just man i just got into this like story. i'm yeah, so happy <laughs> this is, this like is my, my movie. favorite movie this is legit it was, like, my favorite. It, it was like catered to me it was just like yeah it was just oh man and i and the director too who actually wrote the the book as the well book? just yeah. like you don't yeah, you don't see that often because most authors don't direct their own films. Yeah. And um, I actually know the director. He, uh, funny enough, uh, coming soon to It Takes Two, we're going to cover uh, Jericho. Oh. <laughs> the show that he executive produced, co-created, and wrote for. So uh, 
Hey, that lasted two seasons. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah. Uh, that's but, a pretty okay show. Yeah, it was. Um, but yeah, it was so good. I loved it. Um, I cry every time I watch this movie. Oh, every yeah. Time. Oh, and yeah. I started watching it to rewatch it. My husband was like, I said, I'm watching Prince of Being a Wallflower. And he was like, don't, I can't deal with you if you watch that movie. <laughs> He's like, I'm not in the mood. I made him watch it with me last year for the first time. And he was like, because he was he was kind of iffy on it, and yeah. I said we have oh, to yeah. watch it. Like you're gonna really like it. It's like, yeah, this is a pretty great movie. I said I know. <laughs> I think I read the book first, and just again, this is a a book and a movie that uh, were recommended to me by my tenth grade English teacher. Uh, uh, she gave me the book first, and then afterwards she gave me a copy of the movie to watch, and just. Uh, blew my fucking mind <laughs> what, so, I, so, so she was like paul rudd in the movie yeah kind of yeah book she's like here read paul this rudd, book and yeah. read this book he's so it's, good he's so understated yeah. in that like it's uh-huh. so like oh it's paul rudd <laughs> yeah it's fucking paul rudd it's so like yeah. paul rudd. <laughs> it's just like oh that's just paul rudd like it's not you know what i mean yeah. like it's crazy oh and ezra miller is fantastic yeah fantastic he's ridiculously good that one scene because he's so like over the top and crazy throughout the movie and then when it's just towards the end and he's just talking about like brad and it's just him and um yeah uh logan lerman's character i forgot his name oh my god uh charlie it's just him and he's just so calm and just not calm but you know it's just the total opposite and you can see how depressed he it's it's crazy it breaks yeah. my heart every time yeah that that scene when he has the breakout or the 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 uh, breakdown is just oh and the crazy. fight the... oh my god oh it gets me when they're in the cafeteria and he like oh yeah oh it's so good it's so good but i mean yeah it's a, yeah it is such a powerful movie it's very 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 good very good highly recommend it yes so the movie I watched was also very good. Snowpiercer. Uh, I really liked it. I thought that I, I only there was one moment that took me out of the movie. Only one moment where I was like, mm, "Don't like that." And it's when they have the shootout across the train when they're shooting at each other and they're yeah. in like separate cars across that massive mm-hmm. like open space. I'm like, "Bullshit." Bullet, like fucking that would not that's no you can't with the guns you're using no uh i don't no just no just no just, just that that doesn't work uh the rest of the movie i thought was really good the action in the beginning was a little too much for me it was very visceral uh i i, I kind of got a little bit better as it went but uh i don't know if i'd ever be able to rewatch this movie to be honest but uh, just because it was so intense, but it was a very, very good movie. I'm gonna check out the TV show, which premieres, I think, tomorrow. tomorrow yes, night, so they were on the eve the, of the the, yeah. the TNT uh, Snowpiercer show yeah. premiering tomorrow night. So I don't some know night, if I want some... to watch it. I'm gonna give it a couple episodes. We'll see. I don't. Yeah, I, so I don't yeah. really have high hopes for it, but yeah. I feel like. I feel like that story is pretty much told in the movie. I don't really think you need. Yeah, to... I think it was just wrapped up like it's contained enough. Yeah, and 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It, I'll give it a it's, watch. It's its own thing, so it's just um, see what they do with it and see where they. Push I just it. don't see what other story you tell, like because that world in that in that is so expertly crafted to revolve around that specific story. Yeah, I don't see what other story you tell in that setting because it's just so. That's what that's what the set like the story and the setting is so just intrinsically connected. But I mm-hmm. I I'm interested. I'm uh, they like I I'd be interested to see what happens. Uh, yeah. So those were the movies that we watched. Uh, we're yeah. not gonna pick new ones tonight, but we do have news still to cover. So we are gonna go to break, and then when we come back, we are gonna cover some news. Hey there, Schmodown fans. This is Josh the Merc Rainer, and I am here to tell you about my show, Talking Schmodown. Whether it's Andrew Guy getting hit with a chair, John Roca screaming, Outlaw! Or the emotional retirement of the Shire Wolves, I talk about it all. So you can catch me right here on Anchor and all the other major podcasting platforms. So, as I ask every episode, are you ready to talk Schmodown? I am. everyone, this is Sarah, host of Go Get That Rose podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to talking about all things Bachelor Nation. Join Jay Wade, a man in his 40s who is recently new to all things Bachelor Nation, and myself, someone who has been watching passionately for the past three years, as we review, share our thoughts on each episode of whatever show is currently on TV, whether that is Bachelor, Bachelorette, or Bachelor in Paradise. We might not even know everyone's name, but we have fun nonetheless. You can find us on Merkwood and Movie Blog Feed wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello everybody, Jay Wade and Kaylin here to tell you about SEN Afterlife. It's an after show podcast where we expand on the week of craziness on SEN Live as well as have guests on to join in the fun. Yep, and we get personal too. We do movie reviews and at times we go way off the rails, which I guarantee is always Kaylin's fault. Hey, how rude and not true. So come join us on the Mark with the Movie Blog feed and remember to rate, share, and subscribe. And as always, enjoy. I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Hey guys, it's Sean. I wanted to tell you guys about the new show I'm hosting, The Harry Potter Review Show. Every other week, I'm joined by some combination of Kaylin, Sarah, and one guest that has never read the books. We discuss one movie per episode and break down what we love about them, what we don't love about them, and the differences from the books to the movies. It's a ton of fun, and I hope you guys will tune in to check it out. Until then, mischief managed. Hey everybody, I'm Sean. You guys might know me on this feed from co-hosting Beyond the Screen, but now here at Maruk with the Movie Blog, we have started a brand new show exclusively for video games called Game Over Screen. So join me every week with my co-hosts. Hey, how's it going? My name's Brendan. And I'm Tyler. As we talk about everything video game related and when we, I guess, get to the Game Over Screen. I don't know. I don't have a good pun for that, but the joke is that we're going to die a lot in the game. <laughs> well, you might. We're back. Check out those shows. They're great. So, all right. So, news-wise, we got 
not a ton of stuff that's like massive, but enough. Yeah, to- you're li- you lying. <laughs> First off, we're going to talk about uh, Robert Pattinson gave an interview at GQ the other day and said some eh. crazy shit because he's Robert Pattinson and everything that comes out of that man's mouth is weird. What um, did he say? I, I, I missed look, it. We don't have we don't have time. I'm just gonna link you the story. Uh, just well, so Mike, because, tell me quick bite, quick bite. You can't. It's impossible. No, it's not because you need to read it to believe it. Because yeah, Sean and I were like recording our podcast, and we're and he's like, tell me what news stories you want to talk about. And I was and they were like, I mentioned about like there was a quote about how he was like working out and then the shit. Yeah. He was starting to read the article in the interview and I started laughing so hard because this dude is just gold. So pure, weird. So yeah. weird, but I loved the fuck out of him. I'm so excited to see Tennant and I just wanted yeah, to. Yeah, me too. Cause, <sighs> cause he, because he couldn't like describe what the movie was, and he just had to like check back to yeah. his assistant. <laughs> he's, like, he's, like, like, he's like, I don't know what the movie's about. Because like, he was asked, "What is Tenet about? What can you tell us?" He's like, "He I doesn't no know." Idea. Yeah, no, he has I no idea how to describe knows, it. But that's what he said. Like, who knows what the fuck he actually? And then, knows. and then the, the funniest bit of it was like that's he's funny. trying to make. He tried to make a pasta dish in the microwave and almost blew his microwave up. Yeah, it's. it's oh, so... was it? It was all at home. It was like yeah, yeah, it's... like a Zoom thing or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god! It's just look up my the man. GQ. Just look up the GQ interview with Robert Pattinson. It is gold, and you'll enjoy it. It is. Uh... All right. Yeah. If you haven't read the GQ Robert Pattinson thing, read it. It's very good. I, just don't, I, I just haven't, but I'm, that, so. I'm going to know. Check it. The man is a national treasure. And speaking of national treasures, <laughs> y'all ready? Up. Y'all Shut ready? Up right now. Y'all nice, ready? You're nice already segue. For a... Nice okay, segue. Here we go. Nice. National treasure TV show and movie in development. Uh, this yes. is originally reported by Collider. Uh, we knew <laughs> that they were kind of working on stuff. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We knew they were kind of working on stuff. <laughs> but specifically, what we found out is that there is a theatrical movie in the works for with the main mm-hmm. cast. And they yeah. are working on a pilot for a TV show that has a new younger cast on Disney. I don't need it. I uh, oh whatever. I don't care. Just I'm, give I'm me curious. the the sequel with Nick the Cage. Sequel, yeah, Nick Cage, National Treasure Three, Day One, ready for That's that. That's all I need. Yep, I'm ready. I'll Opening watch, weekend. I'll watch a TV show if they if they make one, but I, I uh, guess I don't really. It's not a huge deal for me. You all excited for National Treasure Three? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so ready. I'm ready I'm for so another ready. movie I can watch with my parents. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the so first excited. two so many times. The, like my, I keep there's so many movies I can't watch with my parents. Like those are nice, clean-ish. There's no sex scenes. Like that's what we'd watch all the time, all the time. Fair enough. Uh. Yeah, I don't really have anything super exciting to say about National Treasure. We kind of knew it was coming, but this was I'm, just I'm a so ready. reaffirmation. Uh, next, next thing, uh, George Lucas was his birthday two days ago. He's turned seventy six years old. Um, I just wanted to say that. I didn't uh, know that. Yeah, yeah. George Lucas's birthday, May fourteenth. He is seventy six this year. So, wow. dude created the the greatest American myth. So. You know, you, or the greatest you, modern myth. 
God bless you. Thank you for creating the best thing in the world, and Sean can talk about it every fucking I don't, week. I'm, I'm not saying that Star Wars is the best thing in the world. I'm just saying it's the best modern myth. Jeez, Mike, tell us how you really feel. <laughs> well, so like, bring, bring up bring up George Lucas's birthday. Like, yeah, it's bring him up one more time, Sean. You're yeah. out. Yeah, dude, reinvented movies. We're not gonna fucking we know talk that. about him. We know that, but we also don't talk about these the failures he's done, and you know. Oh. Bring it up. The Bring it up, Mike. Get him. Yeah, Get him. Yeah, everybody him. has failures. But, and, and look, 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 the prequels aren't very good. And also there's other movies, like fucking... Uh, <laughs> Attack of the Clones is the best movie. Crystal. Kingdom of the Crystal Soul, yeah, whatever. Hey, that's, that's not all him. Not that's not all him. him. That's half, all him. Half, half, half. Uh, that's also Spielberg. So, we can go in on Spielberg too, if you'd like. But look... George Lucas ILM, like all that. That that's that's him. Like ILM works on so much shit. Fucking pioneered visual effects. Like you can't deny the impact that that man had on on movies. I agree with that. I just uh, I... and he also created the greatest modern myth, <laughs> which is Star Wars. Star which Wars is the greatest. It's overrated. Myth. It's not. Well, yes, probably. I, I would say that it's either overrated or a lot of people miss the point. But uh, Star Wars is at least those original trilogies, uh, the original trilogy, and I would say the prequels are still, at least from a storytelling perspective, somewhat solid. Uh, he created a story that transcends generations and teaches the next generation something important, which is what mythology does. Uh, speaking of Star Wars... The Mandalorian cast got filled out for season two. I'm, I really, I, my take on this is there's too many new characters and I am scared that. Yes, yes. All right. So we're going to run through real quick. Timothy Oliphant was reported today. Hollywood reporter. Uh, we don't know what character he's playing. Michael Bean, Michael Bean. I don't know how to say his name. Michael Bean. Michael Bean. Yes. Uh, playing a character. We don't know who that is. I don't fucking know. Oh, you, you, you youngsters, come on. Mm. Fuck you. I don't know. I think okay. Sean, uh, Sean Bean. That's his yeah, name. Yeah, Sean Bean, I think. Right. Uh, Mr. Bean? Who's Mr. Bean? Wait, who's the guy? Who's the guy? I'm not going Atkinson. Guy? Oh, Sean Bean. Yeah, Sean Bean dies in every movie he's in. Yes, Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. Let's start. And Lord of the Rings. And Lord of the Rings. And National Treasure. <laughs> National Treasure. Fuck's <laughs> uh, sake. Also joining the cast of The Mandalorian, Tamora Morrison as... Probably, probably Boba Fett. I'm hoping it's Rex. I don't want it to be Boba Fett, but it probably is Boba Fett. Um, that was originally reported by Hollywood Reporter. Uh, we already knew about Rosario Dawson, who is probably going to play Ahsoka. But uh, slash film reported that. Slash film also reported though. Katie Sackoff. Oh yeah, might be there. Yep. They're saying that she's going to be in it as Bo Katan, uh, which seems likely from everything that we've heard but uh i i still think that there's too many characters in this show that are new in this season that they're bringing in and i don't want it to lose focus so i am kind of worried but trying but to probably be like one episode or something if i would if i would think about it i think rosario dawson and katie sackoff for ahsoka and bo katan and uh there's also rumors there's no casting but there's rumors we'll see sabine from uh rebels as well if you're gonna see ahsoka you gotta see sabine I thought... 
Sabine died. No, no. Sabine and Ahsoka left at the end of the end. No, they they left at the end of Rebels to go find Ezra. So if they're going to show up in Mandalorian, then they have to they have to be together. So I think those two characters could be in one episode. Boba Fett, one episode. Bo Katan, one episode. Uh, that leaves you with five other episodes. So I guess it's not too much, but it's still like I'm still I don't want it to get overpowered. I don't want it to become too much. I am cautiously optimistic that they're able to pull it off mm-hmm. uh before we talk about the big news two mm-hmm. two big actors passed away this week uh actually quite a few passed away this week but mm-hmm. oh yeah a lot of people died yeah two two big ones uh jerry stiller and fred willard who just passed away today today crazy um jerry stiller i'm not very familiar with uh, oh my god Sh- sean yeah I mean, I know he's the song. dad on Seinfeld. Yeah. Oh, I never watched Seinfeld. Uh, yeah, I know. That's why I'm going Sean. Yeah, he's uh, the dad on Seinfeld, and I'm bringing this up now. He, um, my dad, only watches King of Queens, the Kevin James <laughs> show, where my he also plays the show. dad. Oh my yeah. god, my dad literally wore out the DVD. He broke oh the DVDs god. because oh he watched the seasons so much. Yeah, uh huh. That's all we watch. So I can quote oh. like season seven and eight perfectly <laughs> um, but he played the dad that's where i know him more because i watched that before. yeah I watched Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah uh yes yeah. yeah, very sad uh and then fred willard yeah fred willard who i just i mean i i i i'm i guess everything right like he's been everything. everything. he's just that guy you know he's oh, been he's on the guy. bachelor yeah. like just co-hosting with chris harrison for like an yeah. episode like he's been literally on everything <laughs> like Crazy. Lifetime of legacy. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, very, very, very sad. Uh, mm. Now, but, for a weird transition into the last piece of news. But uh, you know what isn't sad? Oh. Go ahead, Sarah. <laughs> you know what? What we're not sad about what is not sad about what we, me and Sean, have been begging and yep. throwing out into the universe and the universe guys, has been kind to us yes, we're getting so excited. our percy jackson series on disney plus which i'm a little nervous but mandalorians on disney plus so i'm okay with it um yeah i mean they're with... middle grade books so like yeah yeah it's, it's right. nothing too bad now, um i uh, have yeah very high expectations me too me too. Um, my husband was like, "You should not have these high expectations." And I'm like, mm, "Too late." Announced okay. <laughs> um, by Rick Riordan. All right. Oh so God. Producing a live action television series following the story of the first five books, starting uh, with the first season adapting the Lightning Thief. Oh Rick my God! It's what wife, I've always wanted. Rick and his wife Becky will be involved in the development process, which he was shot out of the filmmaking process when they made yes. the two movies. He had nothing yes. to do with those. Um, I think and he, he hates them. outlines, he... and they just, you know, yeah. ignored. Them. Uh, yeah. And Rick Riordan is at least writing the pilot's outline because he posted a, a picture of it on Twitter. Hopefully oh. that he they because uh, with a series of unfortunate events over at Netflix, Daniel Handler wrote a lot of the episodes of that, and he hmm. kind of headed up the writing room on that on that show. And Daniel Handler wrote, "That's uh, Lemony Snicket is his uh, pseudonym." Oh, okay. Uh, yes, so, yes. Yes. Daniel Handler is Lemony Second, so he wrote 
a series of unfortunate events. Yeah. And he wrote a bunch of the episodes of the TV show and headed up the writing room. So I hope it's going to be a similar thing with Rick. I hope that he does some of the episodes and heads up the writing room. Uh, I'm very excited. The only place that I would be worried, personally, is if they got into the Heroes of Olympus, which is like the next five books. Uh, I'm that's still where currently it. reading. Okay. So no spoilers. So that's <laughs> when they start to really get darker, and there yeah. are LGBT characters introduced in that. And, and you said what? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, there's a specific character from the first series of books that's revealed to be LGBT in, mm-hmm. uh, or a member of the LGBT community in the second series of books. Mm-hmm. And as we've seen with Disney's track record on Disney Plus, that's the kind of stuff that I'm worried about. Um, yeah, I would almost like to see what they do is adapt Percy Jackson and the Olympians as a Disney Plus series, and then do Heroes of Olympus on on Hulu. I hope mm. I, I think that'd be cool because that's kind of what they did with. Because I would argue that the Heroes of Olympus books become more YA than middle grade. Uh, yeah. Because the Percy Jackson still... books are definitely middle grade. But I think I, once you I get think they get a little bit more mature as they go on now. Yeah, but I don't think they get to the point that that Heroes of Olympus does. Hmm. Where I think Heroes I don't of think Olympus I don't think I'm there yet then because I'm still pretty like the third one. Oh, Heroes they of they all. Yeah. Is that not? It's, uh... So, the first or... one is Lost Hero. Yes, I read that one. That's one the one with all the new people. Yeah. And then it's the one with it's Percy's perspective, the In Mark of Athena. Yeah, I finished... Yeah, I'm on that one. I'm where they all just kind of both the new groups just met up yeah. and they're on their adventure now. Yeah. together yeah i'm pretty early on in that one i feel like i would call that book i feel like son of neptune and like lost hero house eight That's hades i think is definitely more ya and uh blood of olympus is pretty fun okay. I, ha- I have to get there i have to get there but percy yeah. jackson yes which is what they're actually adapting let's not get too I'm... out of themselves they're doing the yes, first five yes, books yes. uh very so excited. excited love I'm those so books excited. it's i'm I'm excited and like I I honestly I just have such high like hopes and expectations where like now that he's involved, like I don't I don't know. Like I, I don't see him messing it up. Yeah, exactly. Because I don't I don't I mean, think he, he would let it happen again. Yeah. And I trust him as a writer in general as yeah. like Trials of Apollo is still going on. I, I yeah. haven't been reading it's kind of a spin off. It's more of a spin off. It's not really uh it's not really related to the directly related to the storylines of uh Percy Jackson, the Olympians and uh and uh Heroes of Olympus. But yeah. like I mean he's done and you know, I was talking to my grandparents about this because I live with my grandparents and so they hear all about this kind of stuff. <laughs> and uh I was talking about how if they do this right this could be the next big like Harry Potter thing. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, because you have it's obviously so good. You have Heroes of Olympus. You have the Trials of Apollo if you really wanted to, and that's only like Greek and Roman stuff, right? Yeah, because and then he has all his other stuff. Yeah, he has uh, he has the Cain Chronicles, which are three 
three Egyptian mythology books. Yeah. He has Magnus Chase and the Gods of Asgard, which are... Uh, I'm reading, I'm in the process of reading that one as well. I gotta read those. I've never read them, but those are like uh, those are like Norse mythologies. Yeah, it's the uh, the yeah Thor another, and all that stuff. Another set of books that could be adapted. I like this is I'm getting this isn't something people are talking about, but I'm gonna bring it up now. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start the conversation. Uh, thirty nine clues. I was, I was just gonna say the thirty nine clues series. Yep, that was yep, another I, one. I think that's another one that could be done pretty well. That those are much shorter books, so you could do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I, I, Rick Riordan also worked on those. He did a couple of those books. So yeah. I wanted to bring those up. He did the first book and Vesper Rising, which I guess is like some spinoff shit. But he did the first book in the Thirty Nine Clues series. Yeah, but uh, Mike, are you going to get Disney Plus for Percy Jackson and the Olympians? <laughs> oh, what, 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 what? What's yeah, going that's on? Yes. That's the yes. We will that's... keep you updated on Percy Jackson, all It'll the details. This It'll is honestly, oh yeah, this is my Star Wars. I told my husband that. I'm like, this oh, is awesome. my Star Wars. This is my Mandalorian. Like, I am, I, I, yeah. I'm so, so excited. Me too. We'll we'll obviously be talking about it a bunch. Uh, the casting better be good. I'm be pissed. <laughs> did you yeah, see? I, did you yeah. see the tweet that was like? <laughs> it was like if someone even mentions Tom Holland or Timothy Chalamet, walking. No, please no. I was like, please. no. Like I love Logan Lurt bringing him back. I love him as Percy. He's a little bit too old, but I think he's a very good Percy. I think he's too young now. Too young. Well. Or, what I'm here, hear me out. What I've heard people throwing out is I've seen a lot of people that are like he should play Poseidon in the show, and I think he's too young. He's twenty eight. What? Logan he looks because, like a baby face. It's because he played Percy in the movie, so they're like, I oh, want to be Poseidon. Poseidon, but I, I don't think so. I he could just be a cameo. Yeah, I'd love for him to get a cameo. Uh, if they want to get Alexand- Alexandria Daddario or however you say Nah, I don't want her in there. I don't like her. I don't, I don't care. Nah. I don't uh, like her. <laughs> Not Jake my Abigail Chase. Who yes, I was, really, uh, really like him as Luke. Yeah. I thought he was very good. He's also in Supernatural as a recurring character. Just saying. Anyway, moving on. And then if uh, Brandon T. Jackson also wants to come back and do something. Uh, um, a little cameo. He played uh, Grover. Is he the one who played Grover? Yeah. I so, want, I want Grover to be an awkward white pimply boy. I'm sorry. I know they like changed I don't it. Really care. I no, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Again, this is my Star Wars. I need yeah. everything to be perfect. I think I I'm more obsessed with this than I am Harry Potter or sacrilegious. I don't know. Yeah, he's supposed to be kind of a stoner, isn't he? Yeah, he's this he's this guy who's like way older than Percy, but he doesn't yeah. realize that. And he's like, "But you have acne," and like he's just yeah. awkward and curly hair, and like, yeah. yeah. He reminds me of the um the kid on Sweet Life on Deck. Um, I can't remember his name, but you know what I'm talking about—the one that has some really curly hair. That's what I picture yes. him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Exactly how I picture him. Anyway, I could talk all day. <laughs> let's let's get out of here. 
All right. Well, that's our show, folks. So, Mike, where can people find you on the internet? They can find me personally on Twitter and Instagram at Mike Mixtape. I host a Power Rangers podcast with Sean here. It's called Into the Grid, covering Lightspeed Rescue. And you can follow the Twitter account at Go Into the Grid. I post a lot of fun stuff there. Uh, check it out. Uh, we also have an email address now if you want to email us anything about Power Rangers at uh, Go Into Grid at gmail.com. I just did that this week, by the way. So uh, that's what another thing I did as well. Uh, it is anger.fm forward slash into the grid if you want to listen to the podcast and find your favorite podcast platform. I also do a another podcast with our mutual friend Tyler called Ride or Die, which is we cover Common Rider, which is all about uh, us covering Common Rider double. So that's fun stuff. And one of the bonus episodes we did as a, a fun little thing is uh, we cover Saban's Masked Rider, which the fandom really fucking hates. <laughs> I recently just got like a tweet from that account. It's like, we don't talk about that fucking show. I was like, whoa, calm down, folks. It's just a show. Oh my god. But I, I, apparently it's not very good. Cause I, not... I think Tyler was like, I know it's, it's, you should definitely listen to it at uh, anchor.fm forward slash writer hyphen die because his reaction is so good and I was just laughing my ass off because Saban's mess writer is so bad. So it bad. Like a lot of people don't like what Saban does because you guys are talking about this Power Ranger stuff and saying it was crap earlier too. So. Oh, uh, we were talking. Uh, is that the- different? Guy, the point we talked to Hotel Nerd about uh, uh, the Neo Saban uh, era. Yeah, that was like yeah, a lot of the Neo Saban era ain't very good. The, the last decade, yeah, that, that's recent stuff. Um, but um, hey, the first the, the, seasons are pretty good. Yeah, um, if you want to follow Tyler as he uh, retweets about a common writer stuff, it's at Ride or Die Podcast on Twitter, and uh, yeah. Uh, as I stated before, I'm working on my own podcast network, and it's at Project Mixcast on Twitter and on Anchor. So check it out. It takes two is coming pretty soon. I got that with Josh and covering two season shows. It's gonna be fun, folks. Awesome, uh, Sarah. What about you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at sbuck s s e a b o c k, um, and you can find me here on this podcast podcast feed oh my gosh doing go get that rose um bachelor listen to your heart finale is next week uh so sad um but they just announced that they're going to be doing this series where they're covering a season of the bachelor for three hours each every monday night so i guess i'm going to be watching that and covering that uh so the bachelor series will not die i do not get a break holy (laughs) shit yeah that's gonna be uh interesting but uh yeah listen to us there we're just we just trash everyone i promise it's it's a lot of trash talking all right you guys can find me on twitter at sean underscore afk you guys 
as Mike mentioned, Into the Grid. You guys can also check out Trouble at the Tipton, which is a Sweet Life of Zack and Cody recap podcast that I host with Mike and I's mutual friend Tyler at yeah, Trouble at Tipton on Twitter. Are you are mine. Yes, we've got the sweet line. I want to be on so bad. You and me, we got the world to see, so come on down. You can be on whenever you want. You don't have to wait for that episode if you don't want to. All right, I'm just going to show up. You just want to be on next episode? What's the next episode? Thursday? I don't know. It's episode like nine or something like that. I'll maybe. wait until I'll wait until that, and then because after that is when all the episodes I really like show up. So I'll just keep okay. showing up. All right, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, the next episode that we're doing is uh, Band in Boston. Band eh, in Boston. Not my favorite. The, uh, yeah, they start a band. Zach, Cody, Max, and Tapeworm start a band. Yeah, yeah it's so- not my favorite. We're recording two season, two episodes on Thursday. Abandoned Boston and Cody goes to camp. Yes. Okay. I don't like. Prindle. I don't like either of those. I don't Prindle. like either. That's the, the Prindle. Prindle episode. Yeah, Prindle. Yes. Oh crap! The camp, the camp oh. episode. Yes, that's the Prindle clip from. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll 10. show on just for that part. Okay. All right. Well. <laughs> anyway. You guys can also check me out on this feed, the Mark with the Movie Blog feed. I do this show. I do Game Over Screen, which is a new video game podcast hosted by Tyler, my friend Brendan, and I. And then also through the Portkey, which is a Harry Potter movie review show hosted by myself, Sarah, and Kaylin. We just recorded seven part one. We got two episodes left, one for seven part two, and then one for a wrap. For the cursed child. And then maybe we'll come back later to the periphery. Season two, baby. Maybe we'll get renewed for season two of Through the Port Key. Maybe we'll get renewed. (laughs) The renewal process is, is, do I want to keep doing this shit? And if the answer is Okay, fine. I'll do it on my own. It will just be me talking into the void. As Sarah puts on the Infinity Gauntlet. Uh, You guys can find this show and others on the Merc with the Movie blog podcast feed, which can be located on Anchor, Apple, Spotify, Stitchers, Google Play, Radio Public, Breaker, and Overcast. You guys can also follow Merc with the Movie blog on Twitter at MovieBlogMerc. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will catch you guys next time on Beyond the Screen. Beyond the Screen. screen. (laughs) Beyond the Screen.